On behalf of Bishop Kelly and the clergy, mother and the sisters, I wish you all a very happy and blessed Easter. The epistle for Easter Sunday is taken from the epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5. Brethren, purge out the old leaven, that you may be a new paste, as you are unleavened. For Christ our Pasch is sacrificed. Therefore, let us feast not with the old leaven, but with the leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. And the Holy Gospel. It's taken from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 16. At that time, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome brought sweet spices that coming they might anoint Jesus. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they come to the sepulcher, the sun being now risen. And they said one to another, Who shall roll us back the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And looking, they saw the stone rolled back, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed with a white robe, and they were affrighted who said to them, Be not affrighted, you seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen, he is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, that he goeth before you into Galilee. There you shall see him, as he told you. Thus far are the words of today's Holy Gospel. Be not affrighted, ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen, he is not here. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From the earliest days of the Church, the Holy Sepulchre, the place where our Lord was buried, has been a place of special devotion. The early Christians in Jerusalem venerated the tomb from which the Savior rose, the source of their eternal hope. However, after the Romans conquered and destroyed Jerusalem, a temple to the pagan goddess Venus was built over the very place where our Lord died and was buried. For hundreds of years, the relics of the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ were lost. And so in the fourth century, St. Helena, the mother of the Emperor Constantine, went to Jerusalem in search of them. St. Helena ordered the pagan temple to be destroyed and the ruins removed. And then as the excavations began, the most holy monument of our Savior's resurrection, a small cave hollowed out of the stone, was discovered. To enshrine this glorious relic of the resurrection, a basilica was built over the Holy Sepulchre by St. Helena and Constantine. It was in this church that the clergy and the people of Jerusalem loved to assemble for the services of Holy Saturday. With great devotion, they met there to commemorate the events that happened on that very spot. And there, this is what happened. 
On Holy Saturday, the church of the Holy Sepulchre was dark. Not a single light shone. Just as our chapel yesterday was dark in order to signify the darkness of the tomb. As they prayed, the Christians were filled with sorrow as they contemplated the sad events of our Lord's passion and death, which they had relived the past few days. After the Christians waited some time in prayer and silence, a small flame suddenly flickered in the darkness. One of the lamps which hung over the tomb of our Lord blazed to light. No one had approached the lamp, no altar boy had gone to light it, and yet rays of light shone from it through the darkness of the church. What joy filled the hearts of those Christians as the fire from this miraculous light was then taken and used to light the lamps so that the church, which moments before was dark as night, was now as bright as day. My dear friends, at three o'clock in the afternoon on Good Friday, the world was plunged into darkness. That evening, a small, sad procession descended the hill of Calvary. Accompanied by Our Lady and the Holy Women, St. John and a few of the disciples carried the mangled and bloody body of Christ to a garden not far from Calvary. They gently removed the crown of thorns. They washed the blood that covered the body of their Lord and Master. They laid the body in a sepulcher which belonged to Joseph of Arimathea. And we can imagine our Blessed Mother taking one last look at her beloved son as the great stone was rolled in front of the tomb. However, the body of our Lord had not been sufficiently prepared for the burial. The disciples had been forced to perform a hurried burial, for the Sabbath was upon them, and according to the Mosaic law, all work was forbidden. And so, early Sunday morning found the holy women, Mary Magdalene, Salome, and Mary of Cleophas, preparing to go to the tomb to anoint the body of our Lord. They gathered linens and spices according to the Jewish custom and hurried to the sepulcher. They were so intent on their mission that it was not until they were on their way to the tomb that they remembered the great stone that sealed the sepulcher. And so as they drew near, they said, Who shall roll us back the stone? Undeterred, the holy women hastened on their way. And to their amazement, they found that the stone was rolled away and an angel sitting outside the tomb. The angel said to them, Be not affrighted, you seek Jesus of Nazareth who is crucified. He is risen, he is not here. Behold, he goes before you into Galilee. We can only imagine what joy Mary Magdalene had at hearing these words. She had followed our Lord as he carried his cross to Calvary. She had seen his dead body laid on the cold stone slab of the dark sepulcher. Mary Magdalene had truly shared in the sorrows and in the sufferings of our Lord. But now, as she looked on the empty sepulcher, which was filled with the light of Easter morning, she heard the joyful words, Be not affrighted, 
he has risen. And my dear friends, the resurrection of Christ is our hope of eternal life. By his resurrection, our Lord conquered all that is dark. Satan no longer binds the world in the chains of sin and death. By his resurrection, Christ gave light and life to the world and the promise of our own glorious resurrection into heaven. With the fall of Adam, sin and death came into the world. Because of original sin, man was excluded from heaven and condemned to eternal punishment. But by his passion and death, Christ atoned for sin. He reopened the gates of heaven to us. As St. Paul says, As in Adam all die, so also in Christ all shall be made alive. And so, with Mary Magdalene, we have a great hope today. We hope that our Lord has forgiven our sins, that he will give us the help of his grace, and that by his death and resurrection, he has thrown open the gates of heaven for us. As the Christians prayed in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the sorrow that they felt as they remembered the sufferings and the death of our Lord was turned into joy as they caught a small glimpse, just a little sign, of what happened in the tomb that first Easter morning. Like them, we have followed the sorrowful way of Christ for the past 40 days. We have followed him on his painful journey to Mount Calvary. And now we share in the hope that his resurrection brings. We have confidence that one day we too will share in the joys and in the happiness of heaven. You know, so many people today look for happiness in wealth, success, or entertainments, in the things of the world. But our happiness is in Christ. It is in what he has promised us. Now, this does not mean that we will never have anything to suffer. We must suffer just as our Lord himself suffered and died. But after enduring for the love of Christ, all the trials, all the difficulties, and the troubles of this life, we have our Lord's promise that we will rise with him in glory and into the happiness of heaven. Continually strive then by your daily efforts to win heaven. When it seems that you are climbing the hill to Calvary, remember that Easter morning is in sight. Persevere in fighting temptation when you feel like giving up. Persevere in the practice of virtue, especially when it is difficult. Persevere in prayer and in living a Catholic life so that one day you too will rise with Christ. It was when things seemed the darkest, when even the apostles seemed to have lost all hope. It was then that our Lord triumphed over sin and death and brought light to the world. The Catholics of Jerusalem prayed in the dark church of the Holy Sepulchre, waiting for the Easter light to illuminate their church and their lives. So too, when we are faced with the difficulties and the crosses of life, when things seem dark, 
<clears throat> we must always keep a firm hope that one day our Lord will send us the light of eternal life. Amidst your troubles, then, go to your risen Savior. Go to our Lord as Mary Magdalene did, and you will hear the joyful Easter message of the angel. Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth. He is risen. He is not here. God bless you, and may you have a joyful Easter. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.